Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Show. Stanford takes, fires one down the middle. This one is intercepted. Picked off by Boogie Basher for the Bills. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I, I, I love Matthew Stafford. There was a couple unfortunate balls that get tipped up, but we're going to keep riding. The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests, five-time Pro Bowl defensive back Richard Sherman. Actor and author Brian Baumgartner. Pro Football Hall of Famer Peyton Manning. Broncos wide receiver Cortland Sutton. And now it's Rich Eisen. Yes, indeed. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show here on the first Friday of the NFL season with one game in the books. We are here live on our YouTube stream, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. It is our last show streaming live on this YouTube page because starting Monday with most of week one in the books in advance of the Monday nighter between the Broncos and the Seahawks, We will be streaming live and airing live every single day on the Roku channel. And that is free on all Roku devices. That is free on Samsung Smart TVs. That is free on Fire TV. It is free on the Roku mobile app, which is free for you to download from the App Store because the Roku channel is right in that Roku mobile app. And then you go to the RokuChannel.com if you want to go desktop on us. That's fine. It's free there, too. And we start streaming for free on September 12th, this coming Monday. And we have a great show on our YouTube stream and this Odyssey uh, app, as well as the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network that we say a good Friday to today. Uh, What a show we've got. Richard Sherman is going to be joining us in about 19 minutes time. So much to talk about with a guy who is now part of the paparazzi on Prime Video. Amazon with Thursday Night Football on Prime Video starting Next Thursday, when the Chiefs and the Chargers play one another, and Richard, I can't wait to get his thoughts on last night's game and next week's game and the news that is breaking out of Baltimore that Lamar Jackson has decided to bet on himself and whatever the Ravens put on the table apparently wasn't good enough for him or wasn't commensurate enough with other contracts in the league for him, and he's representing himself, and that will be a conversation coast-to-coast in the business of football that perhaps him being uh, unrepresented by a professional agent caused this to happen. Uh, And Richard is a guy who negotiated his contract with the San Francisco 49ers and can't wait to ask him about the Lamar news and the news that Russell Wilson confirmed yesterday to ESPN that the uh, Seattle Seahawks attempted to trade him before the 2018 draft. 
um, which Chris Brockman, you and I, and TJ, you and I, when we were in Dallas, Texas for that draft before that night where we expected five quarterbacks to go, and the first one was Baker, and the last one was the aforementioned Lamar Jackson. And uh, we, we heard, hey, keep an eye out for the Seahawks tonight to maybe trade Russell Wilson and uh, look for one of these quarterbacks tonight. And we were all like, what? We were like, what? <laughs> I, I wasn't buying that. I was like, there's no way. And Russ confirmed oh, that that actually <laughs> did happen. And so, you know, we heard the rumblings that Russ and the Seahawks were in his copacetic and him ending all of his interviews here on this show and everywhere else with Go Hawks. Uh, was was uh, was just the tip of an iceberg. And, man, there was a lot of uh, ice bu- bubbling beneath the surface. And I can't wait to ask Richard about that as well. Peyton Manning is on this program. Hey, hey. Uh, Peyton Manning is on this program to promote not only his Manning cast coming up on ESPN2, but on NBC tonight. Back-to-back episodes of... Season two, or I guess the sophomore season of Capital One's College Bowl, hosted by him and his older brother, Cupper, as they refer to him. And I can't wait to hear Peyton say Cupper. Susie and I, as you know, our youngest son is named Cooper, and sometimes we call him Cups or Cupper because we love the Mannings. And so Peyton will be on in the middle of this show. Corton Sutton of the aforementioned Denver Broncos, he will be on this program coming up in hour number three in advance of that big Monday nighter. And then Brian Baumgartner, we love on this show, as well as his days of the office. He's got a new uh, book called Seriously Good Chili Cookbook, 177 of the best recipes in the world. And uh, Brian Baumgartner, big-time Atlanta sports fan, as well as a tight friend of Aaron Rodgers. He's on this program. So, lots going on. Lots. How about that? <laughs> let's start. Of, let's start. S, with, let's start with this. A lot of S going on. Let's start with this. Long season, <laughs> marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. But man, what? did we get a lot of grief on NFL game day season kickoff, our season preview show, the NFL game day morning gang. All six of us: me, Mooch, Kurt, Irv. Cynthia Freeland, Rachel Bonetta, we all picked the Bills to win the Super Bowl. All of us. And Kurt and Rachel predicting last night's season opener was a preview of this year's Super Bowl with the Bills and the Rams. And I've got the Bills over the Bucks, And so on and so forth. And did we get a lot of grief? And on top of it, I said Josh Allen is this year's MVP. And I came on this show the next day after seeing all the crap on Twitter of, you know, I guess you guys are all just falling in line. And I said on this show, sometimes it is simple. Don't make it complicated. Go with what you see and what you believe. And I said, the Buffalo Bills check every box from game-changing MVP quarterback to big-time playmakers to big-time offensive line to big-time defense to head coach that is still there to um, a team that has a chip on its shoulder based on the previous seasons falling short. You put it all together and you've got yourself a Super Bowl contender. And did the Bills go out last night and check every single box? They not only checked every single box, 
They checked it so hard the pen went through the paper and drew on the table the paper was resting on. <laughs> it was 10-10 at half, and the reason why it was 10-10 at half is because a Josh Allen interception went out of the hands of Isaiah McKenzie and right into the hands of the Rams. And James Cook's first career carry wound up on the turf. That the Bills' defense went back out and picked off Matthew Stafford to take the ball right back because the Bills' defense is, as we say, no joke. And 200 of the 297 passing yards from Josh Allen split by Stephon Diggs and Gabriel Davis. The Bills' defense sacked Matthew Stafford seven times last night, hit him 15 times last night, and all 22 Twitter pointing out no blitzes from the Buffalo Bills defense last night. They just rushed him, and they got him. And they have got a defense that can scare people. And how about the first sack of the season coming from Von Miller as the Rams were attempting to retort the season-opening drive by the Bills. And they got on the plus side of the field with a couple of first downs, with their Super Bowl MVP, Cooper Cup, making a catch, and Tyler Higby making a catch. And then Von Miller says, that's it. And ended that drive with a sack to give the Buffalo Bills a very nice start because Allen came out last night and hit people in the mouth. And the one thing that maybe gave anybody pause about the Bills entering last night's game to see what we needed to see was the fact that Brian Dable, the offensive coordinator and play caller, is now the play caller of the New York Giants. And maybe, just maybe, the New England Patriots aren't the only team in that division to lose their offensive coordinator and play caller and have an issue entering the season that we were all expecting to see play out in the season with a new play caller. But Ken Dorsey knows the offense and knows the quarterback. And man, does he know how to call up plays too on that opening drive? We saw it all, including a third and short on the plus side of the field. And what a play call that was to Gabe Davis. Slipped out wide open, touchdown 26 yards, 7-0. They didn't settle for a field goal. They jammed it right down the throat of the Rams underneath the shadow of the freshly hung Super Bowl banner with the rock cooking <laughs> before the game yeah. and the stadium cooking because it's 100 friggin' degrees here for the 10th straight day. It was hot. And so are the Bills because, again, I said this, I think, two years ago even? Josh Allen is coming for your souls. He doesn't just come with his arm and his legs. He's coming for your souls. And he's stiff-arming Nick Scott to the ground, throwing his ass out of the club. And he's stiff-arming. And once again, for the 20th time in his his 62 career starts for the Bills, he led the Bills in rushing. And then he missed on only five passes and almost getting 300 yards, 297 yards. His passes are like the throwing version of a stiff arm because now he appears to have what all MVP quarterbacks have, full command. He steps to the line, and you think, "Uh uh-oh, 
He's got us. You think, uh uh-oh, I have no idea how he's going to get us. Arm or legs? Uh Uh-oh, he's not going to be the one to make the mistake. Uh Uh-oh, we better have our chin strap strapped and everything else girded because he's coming. And the Bills didn't punt at all. And they've got a kicker who can split the uprights. That's why I chose the Bills to win it all. That's why most people have chosen the Bills to win it all. Of course, we need to see it over and over and over again in a league where attrition will always land. But man, a 21-point win in the home of the defending Super Bowl champs on the night that they have raised the banner, I looked it up. The NFL in 2004 started the the tradition of having the defending Super Bowl champions host the opener with two exceptions. With two exceptions. In 2019, if you remember, they had the Bears and the Packers open up due to the fact that that was a milestone moment in that rivalry. The Patriots had their home opener on a Sunday night. They won by 30. The other time for an exception is when Baltimore had to go on the road to open their season in Denver because I guess there was some sort of a doubleheader in the or the Orioles had something to do with it or whatever it was. The really, Orioles didn't want to change or move it was the really date. weird. Yeah, it was and weird. so well, they the, share a parking lot. That's the, why. Right, right, right. The nest there where yeah. the Ravens and the Orioles share share a spot. Uh, you know, a, a complex. The Ravens had to go on the road to Denver, and Peyton Manning, our second-hour oh, wow. guest, just yeah. beat them like a drum by 22. Other than that, it is by far the worst home opening loss by a defending Super Bowl champ on the night that they have raised a banner. 21 points. And it didn't even appear to be that yeah. close. Being in the building, it, it never felt like the Rams were in it. They had... Three turnovers in the first half, and they were lucky that it was tied at halftime. It uh, felt like they should have been up a score maybe with that <laughs> discrepancy, but it never felt close in the building. The Bills just dominated beginning to end. What a way to start the season. And in the same way that we talked about pressure, and I'm like, yeah, I don't think that's a concern. First night out. You have what Josh Allen had to say last night? Because I said this guy is gonna, just going to roll off his back. Going to roll off his back. Any adversity. Why? Why? And why not? Because he's got it. He's got the team. He's got the teammates. He's got the whole city in the palm of his hand because he's so cool as a cucumber. And he gets better every year. And he appears to be better now than when we saw him the last time. And he was incredible in a playoff loss in Kansas City. There will be moments when it's pressure-packed, but I feel they're going to rise to the occasion more often than not. This was Allen last night when asked if, based on everybody picking them, or the consensus pick being them, if they needed to make a statement in front of the country in the Rams' house last night. No, we needed to win a game. We needed to put our best foot forward, try to execute the way we know we can execute, um, and just try to win a game. That's all. You know, 1-0 each week is, is our mindset, playoff caliber. 
you know, that's that's what we're trying to do. That's what Coach McDermott preaches is, and that's what you know our mindset and mentality is every time we step in our facility is what can we do to allow ourselves the opportunity to go one and this week. Next up is a Monday night home opener to kick off the doubleheader, by the way, that ends week two on ESPN. Uh, against Tennessee. So Derrick Henry, who throws people out of the club and stiff arms professionally, and Josh Allen in the same field. Can't wait for that. And then there's Miami. And, of course, there's one last thing I want to say about this with the AFC East, speaking on behalf of uh, a fan base that uh, resides there. Just when we got rid of Brady, finally, here comes Josh Here Allen sitting atop this division. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Okay, I know you're you, we got you got Bill and you Bill you trust yeah. and you got Mac and I know the Dolphins have Tua and everyone else, but that sense of inevitability that an opponent might feel when Josh Allen's behind yeah. uh center and shotgun or whatever and like, "Uh-oh, I'm getting that feeling like, uh-oh, Patriots won 11 in a row in the division." And we might be on I, 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 they like got that. a long way to go. <laughs> like, I was I mean, already calling it a marathon just for this right. year, but they, I just get that feeling of yeah, inevitability because yeah. they're young and they're good. Just when you thought the division was up for grabs, the Bills coagulate and show up like they're showing up. Before we take a break, I do want to spend some time on the Rams. This is a game you bury. You bury the tape. You bury the tape. You take the tape, you bury it. I don't know where you do it. You do it in Thousand Oaks. Maybe you find a spot just around the corner where they used to shoot mash. You go right on that corner. Chuck it off the pier. I, I don't know uh, what you do. Yeah. You, I, I don't know what you do. Or you go to the Rams house where they have that nice draft, ni- draft yeah, night. Uh, you take the tape. You throw it out. You throw it right out the door. The And and the good news is, is Cooper Cup is amazing and even with the problems protecting Matthew Stafford last night cup had 10 catches for over over 120 yards and he had that toe tap in the back of the end zone and he is a major major problem for the defense that the Rams are facing the problem is is who's going to step up Allen Robinson disappeared Cam Akers didn't even play and we'll talk about that hardly played my my issue is that offensive line up front that's the issue with offensive line up front. Like, Witt was in the building. Can he suit up real I, quick? I, I mean, that that was a problem. And, you know, it's just one of those things where you're just going to have to work it out. Because the issue is, uh, if the Bills are, yeah, you know, best defense and there might be the Super Bowl contender that we all believe them to be. But, uh, you know, the 49ers have a pass rush. They got one. Uh, Cardinals of J.J. Watt. Um, you take a look at the Rams schedule. This is the year they play the AFC West. I don't need to tell you who now resides there. That can rush the passer. The Bucks come up on their schedule. Shaq Barrett et al. Part of the AFC West, Chandler Jones and Max Crosby. This is a problem. And clearly, it's something that can be worked out, and it takes time, and offensive lines take time, and you're not looking at, I I don't know how you fix that. And the defense is just like, tip your cap, man. Josh Allen may, may just be your MVP, and Diggs and Gabe Davis, look out. 
Look out. And they got others in Dawson Knox. Isaiah McKenzie caught a touchdown after he had that bobble that caused to be uh, the, the, uh, the first interception of the season to wind up on Josh Allen's ledger. So on the Rams, I am monitoring Odell Beckham's knee. I'm glad he was in the building last night, part of the raising of the banner. Let's keep him close. <laughs> um, let's keep him on the speed dial. And Les Need is smart enough to know what needs to be known. And you got to, unless you trust. And in Sean McVay, you trust. Because last night was a complete, total washout. Bury the tape. And find, uh, find the cohesiveness up front. Because if you can't protect your quarterback who's coming off of some procedure on his arm, that's a problem. Certainly if he's going to continue those no-look passes. It's amazing. The no-look pass went right to Cup last year when it mattered the most. Last night it went off the top. You know, it was too high. Went off his hands. Interception. It's just a bad night all around. Bury the tape. Timing will come. I guess, you know, it's a long season. Yeah, it's not over. Uh, but I, I, if, I, if I had to guess, I will take the Bills as that's more indicative of their play season long than the Rams. That's oh. the way I'll take it. Definitely How will Richard Sherman take it? How does Peyton Manning take it? We'll ask both of them. And then you at 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We'll take a break. First break here on the first day of this show in 2022. In which a regular season had been played. We're talking about it today. What's more likely to take you to your weekend, but taking us to break with Richard Sherman of Prime Video on the other side. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. 
Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network, along with our friends and uh, YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show, where we're streaming for the last day before we migrate to the Roku channel on Monday. It's a stream world, folks. Thursday Night Football is coming to a streamer. Prime Video, uh, Amazon is taking over Thursday Night Football, and one of their new stars who is ready to roll, he is built for this, and he's part of the pregame, postgame, and halftime of Thursday Night Football, which comes your way on Prime Video to kick off week two and just six nights from now between the Chargers and Chiefs in Kansas City is the perennial pro bowler from back in his day and Super Bowl champion Richard Sherman on the Rich Eisen Show Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. How you doing, Richard? I'm doing fantastic, man. I'm not, you know, another day. Another beautiful opportunity. How are you? I'm doing great. Congrats on this gig. I'm so happy for you. You are so made for this. You are so ready for it. And I can't wait to watch you and the rest of the crew have at it in Kansas City. That is such a big game, which we'll get to in a minute. But I would be remiss if I just didn't give you the floor and ask you what you what your takeaway from the Bills beatdown of the Rams to kick the season off. What is that takeaway, Richard? Um. You know, I thought I thought early on. I mean, the Rams defense played well. I thought I thought they created turnovers. Nick Scott was all over the place. Uh, Bobby Wagner had a sack. Freaking Aaron Donald had sacks. Like they were making plays. Troy Hill with interception. Uh, but I thought they just got worn down. You know, I I didn't think the offense gave them enough uh, throughout the game. I don't think that offensive line is gonna is gonna stand up. I think they're gonna have to make an adjustment. Um, and, and bring somebody else in. I was I was jokingly saying they're, they're going to call wit, but it's not as much of a joke as people think it is. Um, you know, I mean, Note Boom looked a little overwhelmed at times, and he's going to have he's going to have a lot to deal with this season. Yeah, it it, it was a, a very difficult night for Stafford. The offensive line uh, allowed 15 hits on their quarterback, seven sacks, and as I mentioned to start the program. You know, all the all 22 Twitter uh, remarked that there was no blitzing by the Bills. They just went and rushed him and they got to him and they hit him. So um, you think the fix is that is less needs got to be on the phone line today to find another offensive lineman or two? Our five. I mean, no, no question. I mean, it's it. I think. If what they showed uh, now, now nothing is Buffalo. Buffalo is freaking was the number one defense in football last year in, in terms of yards mm-hmm. per game. Um, but they have to go against the San Francisco 49ers defensive line twice, and and they have monsters, and they all have already struggled with them consistently. You know, they have to go against them twice. They have to go against the AFC West twice. I mean, they have to go against the AFC West, and you know, you got another Bosa coming to town. You got Chandler Jones. You got Max Crosby. Yes, you got Khalil Mack. I, you know, the people that they're going to have to deal with this year, if they don't get that fixed, I mean, 15 hits is just the, the tip of the iceberg. And then what did you uh, make of the Bills um, offensively, Richard? It, it just seemed like the only issue could be, possibly, that Brian Dable is gone, their play caller is gone, and, and that might leave the Bills adrift. But then we saw the first set of downs was a remarkable uh a remarkable march down the field ken dorsey appeared to be pushing all the right buttons and what a button to push than josh allen i mean that's the way i took it how 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 difficult is it going to be to stop this offense this year do you think richard it's going to be really difficult and he took his time you know and i i think that's you know, you hear the Rams remarks after the game talking about we thought they wouldn't be patient we thought josh allen would be 
be impatient and take shots. And he just took what the defense gave him. He didn't force anything. Hey, it's taken away. Check it down. That's five. That's eight. Hey, it's, it's taken away. I'll take it with my legs. And for the first half, it seemed like he made a conscious decision not to run it. And I think that was Kim Dorsey and I think that was Josh Allen. I think they made a conscious decision to say, hey, let me show you guys. This guy's an MVP candidate with his arm. And then the beginning of the second half, the first, I think it was the first drive or the second drive, they had two designed quarterback runs immediately. Like it was just, they were so in tune and so in rhythm that it, it was like a game. It was like they were just scripting what they wanted to show and what they wanted to do and what they wanted people to see. It's like a movie. And if you're doing that in a game against the defending Super Bowl champs, like, oh, my goodness, <laughs> this is going to be a fun season for them. Five-time All-Pro cornerback and Super Bowl champion and Prime Videos Thursday Night Footballs, Richard Sherman here on the Rich Eisen Show. So run down for me the team that can beat the Bills in the AFC. Is it the team that you're going to go see uh, host the kickoff of Prime Video's Thursday Night Football and the Chiefs because they have knocked the Bills off twice. Could it be the Bengals? Anyone else in the AFC West or anyone else that I'm missing? Walk me through that, Richard Sherman. I think I think it's one of the two teams that we're going to see um, this upcoming Thursday. I think it's either the Chargers or the Chiefs. You know, and unfortunately, the Chargers haven't lived up to the lofty expectations that everyone has had for them. Um, but hopefully, this is the year they do. Um, I think Justin Herbert on to continue his, his, his great play. Uh, obviously, then getting J.C. Jackson, we'll see if he's healthy for this first week, and hopefully he's healthy for, for that game. Um, but Khalil Mack bringing him into town, um, Sebastian Joseph Day to secure that run game, you know, that was a huge weakness for him last year. I think they'll, they'll have a chance. Obviously, people are making a huge deal about the Kansas City Chiefs losing the Cheetah, <clears throat> which is which is obviously you'd lose an all-pro receiver. It's going to make a difference. But in the preseason, if that was any indication, uh, they look like they're w- ready to weather that storm. Uh, you know, just, Mahomes is still Mahomes. Um, Andy Reid is still Andy Reid. Uh, the enemy is still the enemy, and they're still calling the game the same. You know, McCole Hardman is is taking some of the some of the stress off. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster is doing some things. I, I think they're doing it by committee and in a way that. It would have all been cheated to do this job, and they're doing doing it with four or five guys, but they're still getting it done. All right, Richard Sherman, I want to ask you uh, um, some of the burning questions going around the National Football League and uh, get your two cents on it, and you have some unique insight on many of them, starting with Lamar Jackson representing himself in Baltimore. Today is deadline day that he set for his new contract, and if he doesn't get it, he will place things aside. Um, and the conversation that has been going on is the reason why it has not been done is partially because uh, Lamar is representing himself and needs to get representation to bring this thing home. Um, what do you say about that, having somebody who has represented himself before? I, I say that, that that's cowardice um, and, and comfort from GM. You know, it's, GMs never want to have uncomfortable conversations. And so... You know, the relationships that GMs have with agents, you know, they can they can go have drinks, they can go meet at a bar, they can meet at the combine, they can have these buddy-buddy conversations. They can say things, both sides. You know, the agent is, is part of it, too, is, is complicit. They can say things to each other that they never say in front of the player, either side. And when it's the player representing themselves, they can't. You can't say those things. You can't disrespect them. You can't. Say, hey, this guy. I mean, he's really terrible. He doesn't deserve this. He does 
he's not worth this. And we'll do this. We'll, you, you better talk to him with a certain amount of respect and regard. And I think Lamar is just taking his life in his own hands, and as he should. Like, you have quarterback – Kyler Murray just got $230 million. Like, okay, cool. That's, so that's the floor because Kyler Murray has not done as, anywhere near as much in this league as Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson has an MVP to his name. And so, so people saying, oh, him representing himself is just a way for them to try to buffer and, and push players away from, from doing their own deal. Because at the end of the day, the parameters of the deal are the parameters of the deal. The understanding of what, what, what his, his floor should look like is concrete. Like, it, it, it's understood. And so it's going to be unfortunate, you know, if Baltimore allows that to, to be the reason they don't sign him because it, 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 I think this deadline means he walks up for the season. You well, know, they can franchise tag him, but it'd be tough. Well, he is going to be franchise tagged. As a matter of fact, uh, that 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 announcement has come uh, already through the Twitter account of Adam Schefter and others that he's going to play on the franchise tag, and he has turned down the offers. And so the conversation is going to be this: is that Lamar represented himself, and if he did not represent himself, he would be signed, sealed, and delivered. And you call that cowardice? That's what and you- that says. That says more about the 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 GMs and the the. the- the, the cowardice of the GMs than it does about Lamar Jackson. Like, hey, a guy got a $230 million deal fully guaranteed, and he has no MVPs to his name. He's a great player. And if he's asking for that same deal, what, you're telling me an agent would have got it? He didn't get it from Kyler Murray. He didn't get it from Russell Wilson. Like, just because you have an agent doesn't mean you're going to get a good deal or a great deal. And just because you don't have an agent does, doesn't mean you're not. So... It's it's just another excuse for people to make, you know. I mean, the guy should get the money he deserves. He's an MVP of this league. He's the MVP um, within his rookie contract, which is incredible. Thursday Night Football, Prime Videos, Richard Sherman here on the Rich Eisen Show. And then two other burning questions involving your former teams. First up, let's talk the 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo being retained to back up the guy who has supplanted him for a team that he has taken to a Super Bowl or is quarterback of that Super Bowl team and then almost was the quarterback of that Super Bowl team last year that could have been. Uh, Niners say it's workable, uh, as does Jimmy G and Lance. What, what do you say with knowledge of that locker room and organization, Richard Sherman? Workable? Uh, I, think it's, I think it's a fantastic move. And obviously you hear everything. I hate, I hate the anonymous sources, and, and that's, that's the, like, torment of this industry because I can literally make up anything and say, hey, a source told me such and such and such. I don't have to defend it. I don't have to prove, ev- I don't have to prove anything. I can just make it up and, and call it fact. And I've been in that locker room, and I know Jimmy. I don't know Trey as well, so I can't speak to him, but I know who Jimmy is, and I know how the locker room sees him, and I know the respect level that they have for him. And I know the respect level that Kyle has for him. And there couldn't have been a better situation for him to be in under these circumstances. You know, he's still healing up from the arm. If he if he went to another team, call it Cleveland or, or, or Seattle, um, and had to learn the system, out, out, you know, during the first week of the season in struggles, you know, who knows how, how well he would have played. You know, because you got to learn the playbook. you got to learn the teammates. you got to learn the timing, et cetera, et cetera. He'd be setting himself up for a tough offseason next next season, you know, and potentially losing money. And in this situation, at worst, he sits behind them, and you know they they have a competitive team. If if Trey struggles 
supremely bad, I think Kyle would, would, would take a shot at, hey, putting Jimmy in and saying, hey, do it again. But if, if Trey stays healthy and they get to a Super Bowl and they have great success and Jimmy walks off into the sunset, he's still the, the, the most viable free agent target if, if Lamar Jackson isn't free, free. So I think it puts him in a, in a great situation. It allows his arm to heal up, allows him to be healthy and ready to go next season for whoever he plays for and get himself another big deal. Well, I guess you did touch upon I, the gray area of this is the the – the extent of the Lance struggle that would cause Kyle Shanahan to hit the Jimmy Garoppolo or break the emergency glass on Jimmy Garoppolo in a way that could stunt Lance's growth or 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 there could be some sort of locker room conversation that would cause Shanahan to do that. Can you walk me through the possibilities and what that might look like, Richard? I mean, it, it'd, have to, it'd have to be uh, something nuclear. Um, and that, that, that locker room isn't that, – that's not one of those conversations where I, I, I would ever have that that locker room would ever get to the point where, where they, they're having conversations um, that affect Kyle Shanahan's decision-making. Like, and that is a character, high, high, high character locker room and high character individuals. And Jimmy Garoppolo is a high character individual. He showed that throughout this entire process. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't say a word. He went about his business. You know, he let the rumors – Swirl. He let people speculate. He just did his work, did whatever he had to do. Hey, they're, they're going to trade me. Hey, I'm going to get my work off to the side. I'm not going to distract the team because I care about my teammates. And so I think, I think it has to be something. It has to be a catastrophic collapse. It has to be, it, it has to be really, really, really awful. I mean, it has to be 10, 10 interceptions in, in two weeks um, kind of ordeal, I think, for him to really make that kind of decision. And I, I just don't foresee that happening. You know, I mean, I just don't foresee that. You know, you, you keep a nuclear option. You keep nuclear plans and, and, and emergency situations, you know, for, for those kind of days. But I just don't foresee that happening. And they so, have too many weapons on offense. Kyle's too creative. Last one for you, Richard Sherman, is uh, your former teammate, Russell Wilson, now in Denver. And he confirmed yesterday to ESPN that the team – in, in Seattle did in fact try to trade him at the 2018 draft for the first overall selection to Cleveland um and so i guess the question i have for you is what gives uh what what was the relationship between Seattle uh Carroll and Russell Wilson or in any way shape or form that has been bubbling beneath the surface for damn like 5 years it seems richard uh, I, I have no idea, honestly. I, I don't have a ton of information about their relationship after I left um, because I was gone. You know, for those five years that it was bubbling, I was gone. I was <laughs> I was in San Francisco mm-hmm. and then in Tampa. But um, while I was there, um, the relationship was fantastic, um, and Pete made sure of that. Pete made went out of his way to make sure that Russell was comfortable in, in every situation and that the team um, made a way to make him comfortable. And so I, I think that's a little bit extra. You know, maybe they saw the – I mean, they saw the writing on the wall just like everybody else. Like, they had gotten rid of me. They have gotten rid of Earl. They had gotten rid of a lot of the, the foundational pieces to that organization. So to think he was going to get traded after that when they had already gotten rid of a lot of the foundational pieces isn't that far-fetched. They had already – you know, they're, they have to go in rebuilding mode at some point. So – you got rid of one of the best defenses and, and all the all pros and future all famers. And 
if they would have got rid of him, it would have just been cleaning house and allowing them to start new. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't look too much into that. I, I believe it. I believe they had interest in Patrick Mahomes um, in that draft, and I mean it, it's all true. Ah, Richard Sherman here on the Rich Eisen Show, and we will see you, Richard. Thanks for the call. Greatly appreciate it. On Thursday night next week on Prime Video when the Chargers face the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Chiefs are at Arizona this weekend, and the Chargers are next up. They're probably taking the Rams logos up in the Rams house right now and putting the lightning bolts down on the field. Because the Chargers host the Raiders. And then the Chargers host the Raiders and turn around and play the Chiefs. And the Chiefs go to Arizona and turn around and come home and host the Chargers. What a big, short week turnaround for both. Right there. I mean, absolutely huge. What do you make of Richard also saying they need new five new offensive line <laughs> I mean, here in Los Angeles. Uh, when you get seven sacks with no blitzes, Rich, when you're only rushing three and four guys. Damn. I mean, it's, it's an impressive performance by that Bills front line. Fresh reminder, you can listen to the NFL on the NFL app, on the Odyssey app, on westwoodonesports.com, via Westwood One Station streams, or by asking Alexa, speaking of Amazon there, to open Westwood One Sports, sponsored by AutoZone. It's time to say goodnight to that check engine light with the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. It'll help troubleshoot the likely cause of your light for free. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. The Ravens have placed a statement out there for everyone to see based on the fact that Lamar Jackson's playing on the franchise tag. Could not come to an agreement. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. We'll talk to you and anyone else who wants to talk to us, and hopefully that's a very large uh, subset of America. That's uh, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We're back with more before Brian Baumgartner comes in studio and Peyton Manning calls in. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, eight four four two zero four Rich number to dial. Just Boy. like what, what, just like what the is the route going to be for the parade? You think though, like in Buffalo? Yeah, they're going to like finish uh, by you, Niagara you Falls. Put the Ziggy like, on what's them. that going to be? Hey, like, look, you, you and Simmons and all the other massholes trying to put the Ziggy on them. But guess what? 
the Bills are the class of the AFC East for sure. They're the best team they, in the NFL. They're the class, like, come on, possibly of the AFC. Let's see what the West does. Of all the teams that have played this year, absolutely. Now, I know, and, and of course, you got a Cowboy fan over there saying the Vikings oh, playing Sunday night. You don't think the Cowboys are in anywhere near the Bills? Clear league right now I, who brought up the, the cowboys you you did by opening your mouth no i, I did i said nothing <laughs> about the cowboys the cowboys never even okay. entered the the chat <laughs> you but, just entered the chat proving my point that people are going to talk about dallas no matter what so you just you're the one who says the varsity's playing yeah, sunday but, night but i hadn't said it i you didn't, didn't say it well this is today why are we bringing up old stuff like, <laughs> like, <laughs> i've said like five words today right? and none of them were the dallas cowboys talking about the bills and their dominance we need to Come see what we look the chiefs may have their number when it's all said and done Maybe. like if it's buffalo versus kansas city in a one and done in january whole country's gonna watch i mean that will shatter records for whatever round of the playoffs that appears in okay and then we will see what happens you know if the chiefs can actually do it to them again and say we're the ones who stand in your way and Chiefs fans are absolutely loving the fact that the Bills have everyone piling on. I don't think Stone Street's ever going to speak to me again. <laughs> and, you know, they're loving it. Let's see what they do in Arizona. If they go in and treat Arizona like the Rams treated Arizona last year, and then they'll show up on Thursday night and put their marker down that we've won this division six straight times. Okay, Chargers. You're so glad you got a 30-year-old Khalil Mack and so glad you spent all that money on J.C. Jackson, who might not even play because he's hurt. I'm glad that you got Justin Herbert. We're, you know, we're the team that, uh, that gave Justin Herbert his, his great start when he almost beat us in his first shot at us. Remember that? He comes out like he wasn't expecting to start, and he starts against the Chiefs and gave him a little scare. Uh, so, you know, obviously pump the brakes on the, on the, the parade route stuff. But for you a team, picked them to win. What do I, you mean? I know I did, but I'm, I'm not sitting here saying I'm absolutely right. I'm saying th- you saw last night the reason why I picked them. That's the reason why I picked them. It's because they can play like that in a setting like the one that was on display last night. They can do that. They can not only beat you, they can steal your souls which is what championship teams do. Let's see how they follow it up over and over and over again. Let's see what happens when injuries strike. Let's see what happens when adversity hits in third and fourth quarters on the road. We'll see what happens. I'm not sitting here saying it's 20-0, and 0, but they certainly look like a team that, that can beat anybody in front of them. And then we have our first um, Fantasy questions of 2022. Where, where in the world was Cam Akers last night? I don't know, man. Did McVay talk about that after the game? I, I didn't see anything. I, I, look, you know, running back rooms are always fungible in many different ways. And, you know, Daryl Henderson may have shown in training camp preseason what Cam Akers didn't. Obviously, you know, Cam Akers is coming back from an Achilles injury, but he didn't look unusable in the playoffs last year. He looked quite the opposite. He was out there. I mean, when Matthew Stafford has two more rush yards than Cam Akers, it gives you question. Three touches. He had three touches. And then Allen Robinson. Oh, baby. Uh, Sean Mitchell, Rich Eisen Show digital coordinating producer. He's a diehard Los Angeles sports fan. Was this said with a little bit of, you know, bile? What, uh, you know? 
But he texted us on our text chain last night, a very uh, outstanding text. Has Allen Robinson scrubbed the Rams from his social media yet? <laughs> yeah, you know, I gave him a little good one. <laughs> That's a good line right there. Very funny. He hasn't. Uh, he has not. Have you checked yeah, on I'm it? I'm looking on it right now. Pro Bowl wide receiver for the L.A. Rams. Let's just tip the cap to uh, Bill's defense, right? That definitely hit the Rams in the mouth repeatedly last night. But wouldn't, repeatedly. wouldn't you have doubled Cooper Cup and then let Allen Robinson get maybe some more targets? Look, man. Cup had 15 targets. I haven't yeah, seen the film yet. I'm not an two. all-time Robinson guy. Two. Robinson. Huh? Even look at Robinson yesterday. Yeah, two. two I'm upset. Targets. You know why I'm upset, man. I'm just upset. Because you started Allen Robinson over Gabe Davis? Yeah, I forgot to switch out my lineup. Oh. I was just doing a lot. I was excited. Oh, the game imagine? started. Oh. And right, literally right before kickoff, imagine? I was like, oh, and I'm a, I'm the commissioner. I could have changed it. Oh, I didn't want to do that, do though. It? No, you can't do that. You can't do that. Come on, now. But when did you notice at 521? I noticed it literally as the ball was getting yeah, so kicked. so you could make a swap. No, no you can't do that. I, I have, you have to you can't know, do, do the right thing can't sometimes. Do so. No, you don't. I'm, can't I'm do Richard it. Nixon. You can do whatever you want when it's the commissioner. No. Well, no, you can't. You have scruples, sir. Clearly, this man does not. Clearly not. Do whatever you want. You can't do whatever you want. That's not how life works. But it, it was kickoff. You're just like, but oh, I also man, don't I understand. It. It's just like, you know, you've had six months to get ready for this game. Half a year. <laughs> we talked about it all day, Jim. GM, we talked about it yesterday. I did not bench Gabe Davis. I'm very happy. I, again, I, I didn't either. bench Gabe Davis. <laughs> the computer had him on the bench. I didn't put him into the starting. I got him in, I'm stacked at wide receiver, one, though, so I, I'm good. And I got him in the one league I really want to have him in, which is my poker league. And speaking of which, the Joe Latrulio oh, nice. fantasy league, where I was accused of being Reach Eisen taking Josh <laughs> Allen in the fourth round to go pair with Cooper yeah, Cup. Reach How am Eisen. I looking right yep. now? Reach Eisen. Uh-huh. Yep, yep, reach yep, yep, yep. Eisen that. Reach this. <laughs> Reach my perineum, hey, sir. Hey, Rich, you're in first. Wow. Yeah, of course, because I got Josh Allen and Cooper Cup, and other teams haven't had have anybody oh, that playing. that is ridiculous. Peyton Manning on the phone and Brian Baumgartner in studio when we come right back. Here's Look at this book right so here. So you got 34 from Josh Allen and 32 from Cooper yeah, Cup. Looking good, don't you think? Nice start. Oh, you also had the Rams defense for seven. And so, if anybody out there, you were following uh, our, our draft. Uh, again, Joe Latrulio, the actor, invited us into his league. Uh, wound up, we found out who else is in it. John Hamm, Paul Rudd, just to name some who you might know of or heard of. Where you, you drafted, you had two hours to choose a pick. And uh, the reason for that is we, the draft is, there was no called draft. You just... Wherever you were, you picked whenever you could pay attention to picking. You had two hours to pick before an auto pick would, would hit. And then there, that's your team. Top to bottom, your entire bench. There's no waiver wires. There's no cuts. If somebody gets hurt, they're on your team. And then the entire year, I did not know this. It's not head-to-head. It's just the entire – it's just a stack compiler. Whoever points. has the most points <laughs> wow. of the entire team. And then – your bench only counts if somebody on your bench has more points than whoever's quote-unquote starting. So you have the top quarterback, two wide receivers, three, uh, two, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, and a defense. No kickers. No kicker. Love that. So okay. I didn't know it's this whole season-long stat compiler. Who has Cam Akers? Not me. Oh, gosh. Damn. People are already thinking, season's over for the Rams and my fantasy team. Brian Baumgartner in studio next.